Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bitch and Brainstorm podcast. I am your host, Elaine the Brain Terso, and I'm here with a new victim we've never met before. I don't really know a whole lot about her, so I'm going to let her tell us about who she is and why we're here, and uh, our goal today is to help her get out of her own damn way so that she can go get shit done. So take it away, my darling. Tell us why we're here. What's keeping you stuck? All right. Thank you for having me on, Elaine. Um, I love the premise of this podcast. Um, My name is Lisa. I am an aspiring coach um, for moms who want to do good in the world. And my belief is that in order to do good in the world, you really have to know yourself. So the better we know ourselves, the more good we can do. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what else I should say. I, I have a whole ton to say, but also like not really sure what is relevant for the conversation. I am, so I, maybe I should say, start there. I haven't really offered any sort of paid opportunities to work with me in the past year. I have a full-time job that kind of you know, it's an easy excuse to be like, I'm just going to podcast and write and do these things that keep me not needing to accept or ask for money. And I'm going to just do that. And I don't have to offer a program. I, you know, I'm making a difference already, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I'm doing all those other things. And I also want to work with people one-on-one or in groups. I'm not really sure. I, I love the one-on-one dynamic. I also believe that a lot of things I also believe that community is important and I also think that a lot of things within like my a lot of patterns that I've witnessed say that I should be creating community um and it feels true to me but it also feels scary um yeah so I think that that's so I have an idea for a course that or like a I have an idea for like a free class to offer and then um, and then also leading to like, kind of like a month long course. I didn't have that when I signed up for this conversation. Um, so I, I, I believed something would happen that I would have something to converse with you about. Um, and so that idea is, you know, I'm in the past, since last January, um, of 2021, I've been writing daily you know, I missed a couple of days here and there, but I've made up for it. So like all in all, I've written over, you know, 450 some odd posts and it's become kind of a daily thing after so long of not, of wanting to do it and then not. I've also since January, every workday, I've done some sort of about 20 minutes of like meditation or yoga or breath work. And that's been consistent too. These are things that I felt were would be really hard for me as a working mom. I'm also home with like, well, my mom is here too, but there's two kids at home also. And just trying to fit everything in always felt like it was a really big struggle. So I created these habits. I call them daily habits. I mean, give or take the the other ones are, you know, I don't do them on the weekends most of the time. Um, but for the all intents and purposes, it's a, it's a habit that I've created for myself. And I, I believe that Other mothers are in the same boat that they want to do things consistently, but they lack possibly the support or possibly the structure to do it. And I feel like once you get started, you you build momentum, right? And then you don't really want to stop, or at least you've done it for that long. So I want to create, um, I want to create like a free class that where the recording will be a paid, like a paid 
version, but if you attend live, it'll be free. A free class that kind of walks you through like the myths or not the myths, but like the the barriers that keep you from from creating a habit and especially from a mother's point of view and then kind of trying to think of different ways of going about it and possibly doing some live coaching on that call and then leading that to a course where over a month we will do something consistently. So I've had um, some of my friends, <laughs> I put it out on Facebook, um, some of my friends fill out a survey telling me what they want to do more consistently. So some of it's meditating, some of it's um, doing like PT exercises, some of it is exercising and what, then I ask, what do you want to do daily? How would it make you feel like, all, like kind of just things that, you know, normal marketing type stuff. Um, so that's kind of given me an idea. And I also have my own experience that I want to bring into it. Um, and then the way that the course would run is like the first few days, we kind of level set and we figure out what you want to do and then um, what the barriers are and have some sort of conversation around that and just try to structure it and then have support throughout the many days. Um, and then by the end of it, like, I feel like my tagline is going to be like a month from now, you'll wish you started today. <laughs> um, and that. so that's kind of my, the gist of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So um, I want to, I want to kind of go back a little bit because um, I heard some things that I want to address. Um, one of the things I wrote down was fear of rejection, question mark, mm, mm -hmm. right? Um, because I'm, I'm curious, you had said, you know, I'm a, an aspiring coach and I haven't really done anything in order to really put myself out there. I don't really need to, you know, and I kind of hear like, you have like something really good but why are you not moving forward with it? Like what's really in like down deeper behind, mm -hmm. why have you not started yet? That's the million dollar question, isn't right. it? Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. How, is it, is it, do you not want to charge money? Is it like, there's like, I don't know how much to charge. So I'm just not going to move forward at all. It's not being able to help everyone. Okay. And then also, this is me. This is like the two sides of me. It's like, I want to help everyone. I also want to help no one. <laughs> so you're and, like, if I can't help everyone, I don't want to help anyone. Um, there's part of it. I think that's, there's also, I've been, I do a lot of like inner work and there's part of me that, you know, I grew up in a family where I was the, I was the helper. I was the one who did everything. Yep. And there is definitely a resistance to doing things for other people. And even though I want to, right, I, I want to help other people. Um, and then, but then I'm like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> so it's like this weird push and pull all the time. Yeah. And so that's part of, I think that's part of it. And I think like possibly fear of rejection or fear of like being misunderstood, like that kind of stuff as well. Okay. In the okay. Mix. okay. So that's, you know, stuff that, that, can all be worked through, right? Are you the oldest? I'm not. Um, I have ah. a, I, my brother's disabled though. So he's, okay. he's hard of hearing um, and he has a disability. So I took on a lot and, you know, my parents didn't speak English. So once I learned how to speak English, I was the person. Gotcha. A lot of on your shoulders. Yeah. A lot on your shoulders. Okay. So, um, so having all of that weight on your shoulders, do you feel that this would be creating more weight on your shoulders if you were to start this thing? Possibly. I don't really have any of that stuff anymore, right? Like that, that's old, you know, that's like yeah. little me is yeah. definitely feeling that. But um, adult me, yeah, I, I mean, I have children and I have, but I these are my dreams and this is like, yeah, you know, these right. are my goals. Um, but yeah, I, you know, adding something else to the mix is also scary. Change is hard and, or yeah. it feels hard when you first get started and, mm -hmm. um, and yeah. Yeah. So what would it look like? Um, some of the things that were kind of coming through is, um, 
being able to create a community for moms who need self-care and who, you know, want to build sustainable habits around, around those things, whether that's drinking more water, whether that's going for walks, you know, whatever that is for her. So I'm curious, rather than necessarily doing a course, because I don't know that the course is the right way to go for this. I really feel like what would be like, you know, I'm an empty nester now, right? My kids are both grown, but I think where you might be able to make the bigger, the biggest impact is with having like a membership for moms that is really focused around community that is, you know, really about kind of taking back our time, taking back control over our calendar, over the things that we do over our self-care over like putting ourselves first, because when we can do those things, when we put ourselves first, when we take care of ourselves first, you know, it's like the oxygen mask on the airplane. They always tell you, put yours on first before you can help somebody else. And moms are told that all the time. However, how many of them are actually living that? Right. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. And moms today are very different than when I was a mom 20 years ago, you know, a new mom 20 years ago. So, um, things have changed dramatically. And so being able to connect moms together in a way that makes them feel like they're not alone. They could be an entrepreneur. They could be a stay at home, um, they could be a stay at home. They can work from home. They can work corporate. doesn't really matter. You're really trying to help moms have community and let them know that they're not alone, whatever struggle and battle they're going through. And the habits are kind of the piece that they may be missing in their life. That is really help creating that sense of overwhelm. And I'm, I'm burned out because I have so much to do and by the time the day is over, my, I have nothing left to give and I just want to go to bed and our relationships suffer. There's a whole trickle down effect that happens when we put the weight of the world on our shoulders. So being able to show people, this is what I did. So using your own personal experience, this was a goal I had. I wanted to write every day. I wanted to, um, you know, being able to um, have 20 minutes of self-care every day. This is something that I wanted to implement. This is how I did it. And the, our membership could be where, um, I don't know, maybe there's a text that goes out at a certain time every day that says, stop what you're doing right now and do 20 minutes of writing or whatever that goal is for themselves. Maybe there's some way that while you're doing your activity, just by a quick little broadcast into um, a platform that you are helping them to remind themselves that, okay, she's doing it right now. So we're going to, we're going to do it together, right? It's like, drop what you're doing right now and do this thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe it's calendar blocking, Maybe it's teaching them, um, maybe they need to get up 30 minutes earlier, whatever that is, whatever that is that works for you and works for them. It's you're basically teaching them how, right. you know, um, does any of that make sense to you? It does. And I, I mean, I've thought about memberships and I, I get kind of, I work really well in, um, in sprints. Like I have seasons for my podcast. I have a deadline every night to write. Um, with a membership, I I've always doubted, like, can I actually provide enough value for there to be a membership? And then like, and then I start thinking about like platform and like what, you know, how it would go and, and then I get mired in the details. Um, and also like when you start out, like, do I have enough reach to create a membership? If there's three people who are members, is that, does that even make any sense? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, 
I would start with the membership and then that now you, what you're doing is you're building an audience so that in the event that you want to build a course or a program of some sort later, you've started priming people to, you know, they're coming in on kind of a lower ticket item when then you could say, guess what? We're launching this new thing. And, you know, maybe, and part of your membership is that every month there's a new theme, right? So you could do themes around habits, um, you know, maybe for the month of May, our, our, the habit that we're all going to work on together is to drink more water, right? To drink more water, very simple, right? And then maybe in the month of June, our, um, our goal is practicing self-care every single day, right? So that it's really, um, it's really like center focused and theme focused so that it makes it easier for the members to participate. You know what I mean? Um, so if you had themes for each month, yeah, right, where it made people feel like something to look forward to and that everything is really, um, you know, centered around creating a new habit. So, you know, maybe it's writing every day for a month. Maybe it's drinking more water every day for a month. Maybe it's exercise every day for a month, you know, just in order, but it's whatever it is, it's creating that it's proving to themselves that they can do it. I, I drank water for 30 days in a row. Woohoo! Like the little thing can now advance to, okay, so now we're going to do something a little harder. Mm. Right. And so it's kind of like, start here. Everybody starts here with a little thing. Yeah. And then we, and then, so no matter, everybody could be working on a different habit depending on what it is, but you can kind of create that. What's the like stepping up the stairs, right? And it's proving to themselves that they can do hard things. As you're talking and you're talking like, oh, themes for the month. The, what is like ringing in my head is like, I, I don't want to be stuck being the habit person. I don't, and then, but the thing is you fill in the blank. I don't want to be stuck being I mean, like my podcast is called All the Things. Mm -hmm. There is something to like my desire to be, and this might be from when I was younger, like everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. And when you say that, I think that's part of it. It's the part of it, like there's part of this resistance. It's like, I don't want to be stuck doing this for, like with a membership, it's a commitment. I don't want to be stuck doing a membership for a year or three or, or however long it is. Like, and I don't want to be flaky either. So then there's this like, resistance to creating this membership because someone's going to sign up and then what six months later I'm say oh nope it's not working out like I don't want to so I think that those are the re like now that we're talking like I feel like those are the reasons why I'm mm. I'm really like I have a hard time picking something I've had multiple ideas it took me a really long time to create the podcast because I basically had the same idea but it took me like two three years maybe even longer um to actually finally say I'm gonna do it yeah so there's something in there where is it lack of passion? Is it anal, you know, analysis paralysis where you are overanalyzing everything and thinking about all the things. And by the time you do it, you've lost your mojo because you've had the idea, right? And it percolated over here, which was ooh, very exciting and fun. And by the time you got around to it, two or three years later, like, yeah, I'm over it already. Um. I don't think so. Cause the podcast was like a consistent idea. So like, mm -hmm. I think about that, um, being the, the latest creation, was not about making money. Well, yes, definitely. Right? So yes. no, if nobody listened, you'd never know. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now you're putting yourself in a position to where if people don't sign up, then all of a sudden you're going to have some feelings about that. Yep. Yes. And like, and like, maybe my value is not um, recognized. Yeah. So maybe this is your, your like fear of rejection type of thing, but yeah. like, yeah, like maybe my value isn't recognized and I will feel, yeah, rejected. I will feel like yeah. I, they don't see who I am and what I'm trying to do. And, um, and when I, when that happens, like, 
when like people unsubscribe from my newsletter, for instance, it's like, I, I'm tr- I try to like, I've been trying to like retrain myself to be like, okay, that's good. You know, that's good yeah. that they're leaving right. because mm-hmm. we, you know, if I'm not providing them a, anything of value, then that's, that, you know, um, but that's definitely take, it takes work <laughs> for my, my brain to like say that to myself. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so when something comes around with money and people paying you, and then do you feel like this sense of obligation that if they're paying me, that I, there is this expectation that I have to deliver a certain thing in order for them to feel that they got value out of it? Yeah. And I think that I, I completely discount anything that I can do for them. Yeah. 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 And so, um, what would it feel like though, to have the realization that you're not in control of other people's feelings and their expectations is not your responsibility. I mean, that that's, it's quite obvious. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, one of my favorite reactions is, you know, the way people, the Wayne Dyer, the way people react is their karma and the way that you react is yours. That's my favorite quote. I quote it like every other week. And it's, I truly believe that. And then when I am in the space of like trying to create something and put it out there and and then I feel like um, people don't want it it feels it feels very bad for lack of a better word right because you have this big dream and why don't other people want it as much as you want it Mm. right yeah and so what if that's not your job what if what if it's not to help everyone what if it's to make an impact on one person's life one person at a time right? That's my rule of thumb. I'm not here. I can't, it's impossible for me to make an impact on everyone's life. But if I can focus on one person a day, helping one person a day in some capacity, whether it's, you know, doing a podcast episode, whether it's um, having a one-on-one connect with somebody, whether it's helping a client, whatever that is, one person, even it's just sending a little message Hey, I'm thinking of you, right? It just popped on my head. I want to reach out and see how you're doing one person a day, because then that one person, it can trickle down to other people. Like they might reach out to somebody, they might turn around and pay it forward and help somebody else. Right. So instead of putting the pressure of the entire world on your shoulders, What if instead you said, I just want to impact one person a day, one mom a day. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is that, you know, not wanting to be known as the habit girl, I get it. But the thing is that, what do you want to be known for? Because here's the thing is that I am, I have an umbrella. Okay. My umbrella is Elaine Terso, who likes to do a whole lot of things. Right. And so I have carefully curated a brand that lets people know that one, I love profanity, hence the title of my podcast. And I have books with profanity and I'm literally a walking billboard for the F word today. I'm not even joking. My necklace, my shirt, my ring, my shoes all have the F word on them. Okay. Uh, And people know it, they love it, they expect it. And if I know that because they send me stuff with the, with profanity on it. Right. So I know that's my, my brand is working. Okay. My, my wall here says, get shit done. It's everywhere, but it's, it is like how I've curated what people know me for. Uh, They know that I get shit done for them. I do a lot of done for you services because that's what I love to do. I love to make stuff. Right. That's where my happy place is. But they also know me for, um, Elaine knows somebody who can help me with this. So instead of going to Google and trying to search for somebody, I'm just going to ask Elaine because she probably knows somebody because I probably do. So I've 
I have this little umbrella, right? So I am who I am, but I like to do a variety of things and people can really just pick what part of the umbrella that they want me to help them with that day. And so it's okay for you to say, I want to focus on writing. So maybe that's blogging. Maybe that's an ebook. Maybe that is a book, right? Maybe there's something that you can do with all of that writing and turn that into something good, right? So you can have a little pocket product. Um, and then maybe it's creating habits, right? You've developed a way to create habits. So maybe there's some sort of little thing that people could purchase on learning how to create better habits for themselves and they can join the membership and really take, you know, making new habits to the next level. But all of that is in, is under the umbrella of Lisa and her wanting to do good in the world. And what does doing good in the world, what does that mean? Right? What is doing good actually mean? Uh, well, the way that I see it is it's, it's whatever impact the person wants to make. Okay. So whether that be like in activism, in art, in parenting, whatever they like, whatever legacy it is that they want to leave. Okay. So, you know, being able to sit down and help people figure out what is a legacy that they want to leave behind? What is the impact that they, what do they want people to say at their funeral? Right. Honestly, that's what it is. What do you want people to say about we, about you at your funeral? Because that's what people care about. What are they going to say about me? Right. And do they want to leave a legacy for their children? And maybe that legacy is financial. Maybe that legacy is investment properties. Maybe that legacy is a business um, that, you know, their, their children could run one day. Right. So what does that look like? And what is the impact? So in all honesty, if you look at it as I, I like to start with the exit strategy, like when I help people figure out, you know, what their goals are and what they want to do in their business, we always start with the end in mind. Hmm. So what's the exit strategy, right? Because I can't run this business all by myself for eternity. Eventually I'm going to have to make a decision. Am I going to sell it? Am I going to gift it? Am I going to let it go? Right. But I have to decide. Because knowing that what the exit strategy is will help me make decisions about what I do with my business moving forward, because I always have the exit strategy in mind. So like right now, I'm in the process of building a brand new website called the Dream Team Directory. Do I want to run the Dream Team Directory forever? Hell no, right? But my, I know that I need to manage it for three years before I can sell it. So knowing that that's going to impact the decisions that I make about this new website with that I plan to sell it in three years, right? So being able to help someone figure that out for themselves and then say, great, now this is how we're going to do it. Okay, great. So what habits do we need to implement in order to make this a reality? Hmm. Right. And really being able to figure out what's the, what, what is doing good look like for them? What is the impact that they want to make? What's the legacy they want to leave behind? Okay, great. Now, how do we make, actually make that happen? These are the habits that you need to implement. My three habits are discipline, consistency, and accountability. Those are the three things that I need in my life, in my business, in order to have the success that I have took me a long time to figure it out, but I learned it from my kid by watching. They are, I know they are right? good teachers. <laughs> they are good teachers. Yeah. So like, how does that feel? That feels pretty good. Like, um, because I, I think that the, the idea of like legacy and the end goal is something I think about often. Like I, I say like I parent for the long term. Okay. It wasn't on display earlier, but I parent for the, I tried to parent for the long term. Um, and and like the long term, like I talk to my husband about this all the time. Like I want my kids to be able to come to me with problems. I want to I want them to be able to be open with me um, when they 
do something that they may not be so happy about with themselves. Like that to me would be like success. Like what would be defining success in my life as a parent? Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the other areas, they'd be a little bit different, obviously. Um, but I love this idea of like legacy. And I've been trying to figure out what I call the people that I want to serve. And I, I wrote down legacy makers. I don't really know if that's going to be it, but I, I like this idea of legacy being the focus and, um, and for mothers, it's such a, it's multivariate, right? Like you're being a mother yourself. Like mm-hmm. even if you're an empty nester, it just means that you're, you might be closer, you know, to yeah. it than I am. And it might be even more pronounced at this point. So, mm-hmm. and I love the, I mean, my goal is to like create some sort of village, uh, and yeah. have discussions like this where, people who are are further down the motherhood journey can share their insights their perspectives which are just so much broader mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're a little further away from from you know babies and newborns and five-year-olds which is you know the world that I'm living in right now mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of value to that mm-hmm. so I, I do love this idea yeah so you know, being able to, I think legacy has very, has many levels, right? There's a lot of levels that come with, with leaving a legacy. So I used to be a photographer. Okay. For 10 years, I was a photographer, which is why I have this beautiful couch behind me. And one of the things that I always taught, and I just shared a TikTok video about this this morning. So, um, I got a text message from a client that, you know, used to be a photographer client. And she said, my nephew passed away and his dad is, my brother is asking if you still have the pictures that you took from our big family photo shoot. And I was like, can you remember the year? Cause that'll help me find it a lot easier. She was like 2018. I said, okay, give me a minute and let me go find them. And so basically I like, you know, I, I had only given them all the, the perfect smile pictures. But really there was a bunch in there of them goofing off and, you know, their eyes may have been closed or whatever, but those are the memories there. That's their memories. And the fact that he said, I want those photos. I'm just like, here, take like, these are your memories, right? So the legacy comes from being photographed and existing in photos. Like that has to be a level of legacy. Because otherwise, if you don't exist in photographs, did you really exist? You know, and when the tragic happens, do you know what we do? Like my dog, little, my little Chloe uh, Chihuahua passed away on Saturday, right? What is the first thing I did? I opened up my phone and found all of the pictures of her just to remind myself of all the good memories, right? Because that's how our legacy will live on is through photographs and those memories um, and encouraging parents to be in the photos with their children, you know? And so I would love, absolutely love to see that part of whatever it is you decide to do is that one of the things that you ask them to do, go be photographed by yourself and with your kids, with your family, like get out from behind the cell phone and actually go hire a photographer to document you as a family. Like not the perfect mantle photo. I'm talking about go to the park and play with your kids and be silly and goof around or have a pillow fight in the living room and have somebody document that. Or if you love to bake together or you love to build Legos together, it doesn't matter. Like, what do you love to do with your kids and have someone come and document that? That's how you leave behind a legacy. And then I remember there's this like book um, that my, um, that I can't even remember. It's like a book. There's one for moms and there's one for dads. And it's basically like filling out everything as, you know, in the moment of talking about your childhood and talking about you know, how you see your child and all that other kind of stuff, like having some sort of journal where they can kind of document 
what's in the moment or documenting about what they, how they grew up, because sometimes shit happens and we lose the people that we love way too soon. And, you know, being able to have written and photographs and things like that as part of leaving behind a legacy, those things are like priceless, you know, and maybe having journal prompts, maybe that's a product that you could create as a, as a, as a journal or something like that. Um, that's all about leaving a legacy. Mm. I'd never thought of it in that sense. I mean, I bet your, you know, your background as a photographer definitely lends itself to that viewpoint. Um, I'm going to definitely give it some thought with like the various layers of legacy. Cause there's a ton. Yeah. There's a ton, you know, it's not only what are you going to leave behind, but you know, like after you pass, but there it's so much like the written word videos, um, photographs. I mean, I've seen people be interviewed, um, you know, as a, and they're in a like assisted living facility and someone goes and interviews them to talk about their life. And that turns into a beautiful, like keepsake, you know what I mean? Someone share, it's like passing along traditions and things like that, you know, what makes their family unique and special and fun and what traditions do they want to pass along to their kids when they get older, you know? Mm. Um, I'm going to definitely think through it um, because it's funny because I actually talked to one of my coworkers about it and and then she just told me today that she's creating a cookbook with her grandmother yeah see yeah like how cool is that so cool yeah you know but it's it's you know, what were the traditions that they grew that, you know, you grew up with as a parent, as a child, right. And what traditions are you in implementing with your own kids? Maybe they're the same, maybe they're different. Maybe it's a combination of mine and his, or, you know, ours or whatever. Right. So I think there's, there's a lot that, um, that can be accomplished and shared through the idea of leaving behind a legacy. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so deep. There's so many layers to it. Yeah, you know, there are, there are, yeah, there are. Um, but you know, being able, I think to start with what is the goal, what is the legacy you want to leave behind and then start from there. Mm-hmm. What is the impact they want to make on the world? Yep. Okay, great. Let's, let's create a plan, right? How do we do that? one Mm -hmm. bite at a time. Right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It makes me want to create a different survey or like add it to the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. what is like, what is the thing that you want to do in the world? And then what is something that you could be doing or you want to do regularly in order to meet that, Mm -hmm. that vision. Mm -hmm. And then here comes the habits because they're needed right? They're needed. So I think, you know, whether or not you want to believe it or not, it's all entwined together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all intertwined together, but now you have to figure out, okay, so how do I package this? Like, what is the thing that I'm offering? Um, How do I deliver it? So there's a couple of different ways that I'm thinking of. One is, you know, being able to create some sort of journaling prompts, et cetera, that you could turn into, um, you know, a, a book of some kind where people can, you know, write in it on a regular basis in order to pass along to their kids. Um, there is, um, you know, if they're like the legacy they want to leave behind is maybe they want to have a foundation set up. They want to have a scholarship in their child's name. They want to whatever. Okay, great. What do we got to do in order to make that happen? You know, so being able to, um, it's just step-by-step, small little baby steps in order to help them reach the end goal, you know, but I think it could start with, you know, um, uh, a journal as a low ticket offer, low ticket item. 
um, having maybe um, a group where you are leading them through um, the process of, of impact and legacy, you know, and then, and goals. I mean, that's kind of what it's about is what's the goal, what's the end goal. And then um, being able to have the support and accountability in order to get the things done that need to get done in order to make it a reality. So that could look like, you know, a product, it could look like group coaching, and it could look like one-on-one or hybrid coaching of some sort. There's a lot to that. Thank you. There's a lot to that. I know. Yeah. There's a lot to that, you know, but everything that I would start talking about, I would start priming your audience for legacy and Mm. impact, you know, legacy and impact really have to be like a part of your, um, any writings that you put on social media, any blog posts, anything like that, legacy and impact, you know, that that sounds good. Mm Mm-hmm. A zoo in here. It's literally a zoo. Um, I'm trying to see like if I like if I if if like what is not resonating or like what is like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, do I want to be the legacy person? <laughs> but I think that that's something I'll have to explore and like kind of in a in a quieter space right now without the kids screaming in the background yeah um (laughs) I think it's more about the impact yeah right I think really like because the whole thing you said is I want to help people do good in the world well that's impact right and by making an impact you are leaving behind a legacy Right. right so they're intertwined So instead of like, do we want to be the legacy girl? No, you want to be the impact girl. Like that is, that is the thing that is, um, has been the focus from when we first started talking. Yeah. Right. So you got to get out of this thing that I'm going to be this girl because you can be multiple things. You can be anything you want to be. Right. It's just yeah. how do you put yourself out into the world and mm-hmm. people will believe whatever you tell them you are. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I like the idea. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then what are some things that would, that you feel that you would need to do in order to get started with this? I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like now there's like, there are like so many ideas that you threw out there that I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to do any of them (laughs) in like, in that it just feels so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have some friends that you, that would be willing to, um, chat with you and, and say, can I ask you some questions about, impact and legacy and things like that. And just say, you know, and just maybe think of some questions of, you know, when you think of leaving an impact on the world, what comes to your mind? When Mm -hmm. you think of leaving a legacy behind what comes to your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, what's important to you? Um, and what's keeping you from moving forward with creating any of that? Mm -hmm. Because they're going to say time, and they're going to say money. Yeah. I don't have the time and I don't have the money. And you'll be like, do you really need money though, to make an impact in the world? Cause I don't know about you, but I've seen people that make an impact in the world by picking up trash on the side of the road and going and cleaning up rivers. And literally I've seen this dude on TikTok will go. And his goal is to, is to pick up 100 pieces of trash every single day doesn't cost him a dime to do that. Mm-hmm. So don't talk to me that there, you need money to make an impact because that is not true. Right. And yeah. leaving behind a legacy is really about memories, traditions, you know, um, some people will leave financial, some people will leave, you know, photos and videos and whatever, but it's, what do they want to leave? Like what's important to them? 
And it's really just about asking them those hard questions. Yep. When you think of it, you know, and, and what about their parents and their grandparents? How, what did they think of when they think of their grandparents or parents legacy? If they're, if they're not living anymore, what is the legacy that they're going to remember? How do they want theirs to be different? You know, Mm -hmm. so I think starting with asking questions, doing some market research, I think will then lead you into your next step. Because the thing is that we want to, we want to create solutions for problems. So identify what the problem is. They, they're going to say they don't have time. They're going to, they're going to say they don't have money. Well, guess what? With your habit builder that you have created, you can say, well, guess what? I can actually teach you how to create time to do that. Right. So being able to figure out what people's objections are and then what's the solution to that and then how to package that up. Hmm. I mean, the conversations will be easy, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. of course, but then you're going to have to put yourself out there and starting small with a product or something like that may be the easiest part to see, you know, getting people really thinking about, about that. And maybe you do, um, you know, part of the, of the journal includes, um, co-working where you sit and write together. You know, if you're taking the time every day to write, maybe you just open up your zoom and say, anyone who wants to come and write together, let's write together. And you literally write in silence, but someone else is on the other side of the screen. And it's like there to hold you accountable. You know, I think it's just a matter of deciding, Mm -hmm. deciding, and then taking action. So if you want to leave an impact and you want to do good in the world, one person at a time, you're going to have to actually have to get out of your own damn way Yep, and get shit done. (laughs) So, and maybe do some research, right? Like see what's out there and see what people think about when they think of the word legacy. What do they think of when they think of the word impact? And ask some people, hey, can I like have 20 minutes of your time and like ask you some questions about impact and legacy? Mm -hmm. See what they say. And you'll know, you'll know. Yeah. So now that I just overwhelmed the bejesus out of you, (laughs) which is what happens typically on these, um, on this podcast, (laughs) really good overwhelming people, Um, you know, when are you going to decide to no longer be an aspiring coach, but to actually be a coach? Yeah. It's an uncomfortable question for sure. Um, I'd like it to be in the next couple months. Okay. To be able to say that I am a coach because I, I've, I used to say coach and now I've said it's aspiring because I feel like a fraud when I don't Ah. You know, when I don't have any clients, okay. Even you know, even though I, I feel like I coach people uh, on the daily, almost, mm-hmm. right? Um, just not being paid for it or mm-hmm. seen as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like I I really feel like I really like I really feel like I want to do something finally. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, okay, what is it that Yeah. now it's the what? Yeah. So I think once you talk to these, to some of your friends and ask them to give some information, um, I would like for you, I would like you to talk to at least five people out of those five people. This is what I would like. This is your homework assignment is I want you to choose one. And I want you to say, I'm really compelled by the impact and the legacy that you want to leave behind. I'm inspired. And I want to, um, I need to figure out what my process is. So if you would be my guinea pig, right? Let me figure out what the hell I'm doing because this is going to be uncharted, unfamiliar territory for you. But you have the answers with inside of you. You do, okay? You just got to trust your intuition. And it will guide you. So I want you to say, 
I'm really inspired. I want to help you figure this out. Would you be, can we work together? I'm not going to charge you. I need to figure out my process. And I want you to document everything you do. Every thought that you have, I want you to meet a couple of times. I want you to take vigorous notes and see what comes up through those conversations for you to then go, I know exactly what I need to do. This is what other people will pay me for. Because the thing is, is that, you know, remember that book I told you that I have, there was one for the husband or the mom and the dad or whatever. Um, it's half filled out, right? It's halfway filled out because distractions and all that other kind of stuff. But if you're guiding people through or you're interviewing people in order to create this thing that they can, you know, whatever, there's so many things that you can do with that, right? So yep. it's really just figuring out what's the final product look like? What is the transformation that you can provide to people? And along the journey, getting feedback from them, you know, what was helpful? What did you learn? What it, you know, what can I do better, et cetera? will help you along your journey as well. So we call that a beta. It's a test, right? So ask one of them if they would like to be your guinea pig and just figure out what's the transformation that you want to provide and how do I want it? How am I going to accomplish that? And you'll know, is, is this where we need to implement habits? Is this where we need to, um, you know, research information about creating a scholarship fund, you'll figure it out as you talk to people like, oh, now I get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. So that would be your homework assignment. Talk to five people, pick one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And then you'll know exactly what you need to do. And then if you are like in a position where like, oh shit, now I don't know what, then you need to get back on my calendar and we'll talk it through and we'll figure it out. We can do a part two if we need to. Okay. Okay. Cause yep. I really believe in what you're doing and I really want that to actually transpire in some way. Don't let this idea just float around and don't let it, don't let it die. Just gotta yeah. follow through with one thing, right? It's deciding that this is what this is how I'm gonna make an impact on the world. Mm -hmm. And go do it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Okay. All right. You feel better? I do. I'm I'm definitely I already have like I, I already have a bunch of friends that I know I can reach out to and they'd be happy to have a conversation with me and I'm like, I want to reach out to like some older people and some younger yes. moms and yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Homework. <laughs> I feel more settled than when I first started. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, everybody, I hope you have a super wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Until then, get out of your own damn way and go get shit done because Elaine the Brain said so. All right, have a good day.